welcome back to show five. Um, and today, talking about manager search, we've got sort of membership update, brown badge, all of it's coming. We've got a big week coming um, in February um, early on. So really, really excited. The ball and momentum really is rolling with this. And I am so excited. Um, but thank you all for subscribing, coming a member. The growth has been nuts. And I'll talk about that um, in a minute. But we'll start, we'll jump back to Wednesday. Um, so last week, we opened the search for a manager. Um, and how we've decided to do this is we opened applications on the Wednesday. We said, we'll give everyone until the end of Jan just to submit and say, hey, here's a football CV I'd like to apply. Um, and then that's going to close at the end of Jan and it will be shortlisted by the 3rd of January. So how we're shortlisting that, we're relying on two of our team. Um, we've got our vice chairman, John O. Edwards, um, and our director of football, John Coventry. So I'll start with John Owen, sort of explain that role there, why, why it's not me, why is it not the chairman? So when building out the structure of how we wanted to do the football club, quite often with clubs, everything goes into the chairman and it becomes a lot of pressure on them and having to make lots of different decisions. And we thought John O'Ebb was brilliant. You will not find anyone say a bad word about him. Um, and that's rare for anyone in the world. Um, but gets on with everyone and he's really, really just great, switched on, understands what's going on and will just make life really easy for whoever is that manager because we want a manager that's going to manage. We don't want a manager that's going to have to be booking training facilities, doing all the other stuff that isn't fun. It's just admin -y sort of stuff. Jono will ace all that and that just allows a manager to focus on what they need doing. They can reach out and work with Jono and go, hey, we need this and Jono just gets it done really really good guy and a really key part of the team so when we created that role of vice chairman it's very much in charge of football um not in terms of he's john is not setting the formation signing players doing stuff like that he's just that sort of conduit between our committee and the management team um and then we were lucky enough to add john coventry to that list as well um and this is just a, a massive scoop for any non-league club and for a club that's potentially going in maybe at the 12th tier of English football to get a manager I would say the same way Sir Alex Ferguson is to Man United he is that to East Thurrock if you don't know the club haven't followed East Thurrock that's how big a name it is managed here for over a decade took us through the leagues had us for several seasons in the National League South and competing there was a time when it was only us and Man City of the two undefeated teams in the top six tiers of English football. Um, that's how sort of successful he was. Um, so bringing on his knowledge, I could have seen a, a fancy presentation from a manager and I thought, hey, this guy looks good. And then game one, you're like, what have we done? Um, whereas he's just got so much experience, can chat to people all over the football pyramid. Um, and really pull in that information to make sure everything's successful. So very much relying on those two to go through the candidates shortlist. So we're shortlisting by the 3rd of Feb. Um, then the plans to interview by the 7th of Feb. So a nice quick turnaround because we appreciate um, lots going on in the world. We don't want to drag this out for anyone. And then we are planning, there'll be a committee vote in the middle. And then we're hoping to announce 9th of February that that will go live with who, who's been announced. By all means, if there's a certain manager that says, hey, I need a couple of weeks before I announce this, um, 
I'm still in a job or I'm still this. We fully appreciate that and we'll work with them. Um, so if it doesn't come out in the ninth, don't be flabbergasted of uh, they haven't got anyone applying because I'm over the moon. We've got 17 people applied so far um, and it just keeps going up every day. Actually, 18. There's an email I haven't got to this morning. Um, so 18 people have applied, which is fantastic. Um, we were upfront and honest. We said, look, this is an unpaid position. We're probably going in at something like Essex Olympian Division 1. There's a merger going on um, between three leagues, so we don't quite know how it'll all shake out. Um, but that's there. Um, and that just sets us up really nicely. Um, one of those key things ticked off. Um, and I guess we're an exciting proposition for a manager because... While many clubs might say, hey, come to us, we want to go up the leagues. It's like we've got a business plan, we've got a model, and we believe we can go up three, four leagues. Um, and it's just getting the right manager, the right management team in there to take us on that journey. So I've had some really exciting applicants, people with real experience, um, people who have coached at higher levels, and maybe not been the manager, but coached at higher levels. Um, and, that, and that just, it gives us confidence. Because I'll be honest, I was worried when we put the application out initially because you just don't know. Until you've asked around and sort of put it out there, hey, does anyone want to be our manager? You've got no idea whether you're just going to get a caretaker at the local school going, I like football. Um, it, it was it was an experience, um, but absolute blessed. Um, and thank you. If anyone's listening that's applied, we are really, really grateful um, for that and it's it's a voucher of confidence that we think we've got something special here and it is really really starting to look like that we had a fantastic day on friday so sort of formalizing and bringing together a couple of offers uh, where we can play next season um so that's going to be sorted soon so if you haven't become an owner yet speed that along and become an owner so you've got to be an owner by the 5th of february to vote on where we play football next year. Um, so that's the deadline. Um, so go online. I'll put a link in the bio of this. Um, but that's your deadline. Um, and we launched fan ownership. And within eight days, 50 people have signed up. We've smashed that and we've gone through that already. Uh, that was like yesterday. Um, we hit 50. So this thing just keeps on going up. Um Initially, we set a goal. So we spoke to the Football Sport Association and they said, look, someone actually asked the question at our public meeting because they were kind enough to come and speak there. And they said, well, how many owners do we really need to make this sustainable? And Richard from the Football Sport Association said 100. We're going to be honest. If you get 100 owners, you've got a sustainable club that can live forever, really. Um, I'm ambitious. 100, I'm like, nah, I, I want 100 by game one. That, that was what we set the bar. And then I said 250 by the end of the first season. A couple of days ago, I was chatting to the committee and I'm like, we need to up this. Let's do 250 by Christmas. But I'm, I, I might end up pushing that all the way. There's rumors that I'm going to be aiming for 250 by the first Monday after our first league home game. Keep an eye on that. 250 by the Monday after our first league game. So come on board. And it is really as simple as this. The more owners we get, the quicker we go up the leagues. So it's down to you guys. If you want to have some success here, and um, we'll be capturing as much on video. So don't, don't let it put you off. I know there's people in the States listening. I know there's people in Wales listening. I know there's people in Spain definitely listening. I'm sure there's some other ones. And by all means, put it in the comments because um, 
it's incredible. People all over the world um, listening, following along. Um, but don't let this put you off. You can become a part of this journey as well. So we've got the annual membership live at the minute. Um, we're going to be launching online after we're legally registered. That's another thing that happened this week. Crazy. So uh, we finally signed the paperwork for the Football Sports Association, which has gone off to the Financial Conduct Authority to legally register as a community be uh, benefit society, which effectively is just a legal framework to protect us as it's almost like a charity, um, protect us forever. Um, this club can be here forever. There's an asset lock, so stuff can't get stripped and sold. Um, loads of great protection in place. Um, so genuinely, that, that is another great milestone. And three to four weeks from when that was signed, that will all come back, will appear on company's house. So people can just see this is how legit it is. Um, and then we're going to organize a party. So that's not just for owners, that's for all fans. Um, we'll chat to somewhere, um, probably something like the new courthouse where we were before, and just get everyone together, drinks, let's celebrate. Um, yeah, th this is a really, really, really exciting journey and um, genuinely over the moon. But thank you so much for everyone that signed up. When you're setting goals of let's do 100 um, in, what would that be, seven months, and people are like, nah, we'll do 50 in 10, uh, less than 10 days. Um, the more we can push this, the more we'll go flying up leagues. And having been to some games, I want to be setting attendance records at home and I want to set attendance records for fans on the road. It's free football. So there's no reason anyone within even sort of an hour, come down, let's go home games, let's go away games. We'll take over places and um, it's just going to be really, really exciting to watch. Um, football's back. Um, I've gone and watched some other games. It's never the same when it's not your team. And you can say, hey, I was there at the first game. I was there at this. I saw us get this promotion, that promotion. Um, that is all realistic and that's all coming our way. So um, thank you for everyone that's joined. Um, make sure you become a member. And don't worry, if you live somewhere else around the world or you're not able to get that, to that meeting on the 5th, what's going to happen is we'll open up the meeting. That's very much the, the question and answer. We'll explain the pros and cons of all the different options and lay out the badges that have been submitted. And then you'll have 48 hours. So um, Tuesday and Wednesday, that's when you'll be able to vote and go, this is my preferred club badge. This is where I prefer that we play next season. And then once that vote's rule in, we'll then be able to announce the result. Um, probably with the ground, we'll tell people where's agreed. We'll just obviously need to sign legals and everything um, before that's finalised. Um, do our final checks due diligence stuff like that but uh I, i'm genuinely buzzing um we could be talking about by mid-feb we've got a manager we've got a ground to play our application's gone into the league because as soon as we sign the legals for a lease um we can put the application into the league um we can then have a club badge kit is being sorted um yeah i am buzzing so really, really exciting future coming up. But thank you guys, because we can put this hard work in, but we need your backing. Um, get more fans, get get more everything over the line, because the bigger the budget, the quicker the promotions. And uh, yeah, I, I, I just want to be watching my team, winning every Saturday, home and away, um, and people going, wow. And it will pick up national attention. I'm sure it will, because if we back-to-back -back promotions, stuff like that. People are going to be like, what is going down on in East Thurrock? Um, and you can be a part of that. And, and that's just going to be fun. Um, so up the rocks. 
Thanks for listening and uh, have a great week.